Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In this Gospel that we hear today, which is the Gospel of the Flight to Egypt, there are two things for us to notice. Two things for us to notice. The first one is, there is a warning for us. There is a warning for us. And then the second is that Christ reveals who He is. In the Gospel it says, And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother. They fell down and worshipped him. Then later, then being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country. Speaking about the wise men, that knowing that Herod was scheming against this young child, they were divinely warned in a dream to depart, and they did immediately. And then the gospel continues, Now when they had departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, flee to Egypt, and stay there until I bring you word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. And when he arose, when Joseph arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt, and was there until the death of Herod. In both cases, the wise men, and Joseph are warned to flee. There is a divine whisper, and their action is immediate. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed for Egypt. He doesn't wait till the next day, it is immediate. As there is a threat, he immediately takes his family and departs. The threat is not taken lightly, his action is radical, it's immediate. Yet, how many times in our lives do we do the exact opposite? Temptation arises. I begin to enjoy this, the company of somebody at work. There is money that is not mine. There is an opportunity which I know is not good for me. Greed rears its head. I'm invited somewhere that I know is of great risk. And then I'm in these environments. And as this temptation arises in me, so does the voice of God. Arise, flee. Arise, flee. But instead of heeding that voice, I sit, I stand, I linger. I think perhaps that I'm stronger than that. I think that perhaps this doesn't apply to me. And then that whisper, a very quiet whisper, arise, flee. And I ignore it. And I ignore it. And yet it's a divine whisper. Sometimes it's a sign. Sometimes it's an event in my life. Sometimes it's an incident. Sometimes it's a word, something that I've heard. Sometimes it's incredibly key. But I ignore that divine whisper. I ignore that divine whisper. Some years ago, a woman came to me and saw me from another, another parish. She was a semi-elderly woman, um, in later age with adult children. And she said to me in confession that she was enjoying conversations with somebody at work. And I said, who? And he said, oh, this really nice man, and she began to describe him. And I said to her, after listening to her story, you need to quit. 
And she looked at me in shock. And she said, what father? Are you worried that at my age, I would sleep with somebody else besides my husband? And she was shocked at what I was saying. And to be honest, I was shocked at what I was saying. Because it's unusual for me. I almost never, ever would tell somebody what to do. But there was a divine whisper there for me. She didn't see me again for six months. And then after those six months, eventually she came back in tears. That not only had she fallen, but she had started an affair with this man. And now she was coming back in repentance. That divine whisper cannot be ignored. You cannot ignore it. Because that is the voice of God speaking into our lives. Stop. Be aware. Arise. Flee. Turn to me. Be careful. Be careful. You may not see this as risk, but this is dangerous what is happening now. When we hear that divine whisper, we must be radical, we must arise and flee. And then they flee. They flee to Egypt. And of all places, they flee to Egypt. And that may not strike you as strange, but if you've read the Old Testament, you'll know that Egypt was the place that oppressed Israel. Egypt was the place that made them slaves, that refused to allow them to leave. That the entire story of the Old Testament of this exodus of Moses taking the people of God and breaking free is from Pharaoh in Egypt. And yet now, the Holy Family flees to Egypt, takes refuge in Egypt. Sandra Chrysostom says, isn't this remarkable? While Palestine plots, it is Egypt that receives and preserves the one from whom the plots are designed. After everything Egypt had done in oppressing Israel, after refusing the freedom of, of Moses and his people, after enslaving them, now it is to Egypt that Christ returns. One church father says something remarkable. He says this. After Egypt's ancient grave sin, after many blows have been divinely inflicted upon it, God the Father, moved by devotion, sent his son into Egypt. He did so, so that Egypt, which had long paid back the penalty of wickedness owed under Moses, might now receive Christ, the hope of salvation. How great was God's compassion as shown in the advent of his son. Even as a child, he reveals who God is. The one who doesn't turn his back on those who rejected him. Doesn't turn his back on those who enslaved him. Doesn't turn his back on those who oppressed him, but instead has compassion upon them, circles back upon them. Christ blesses even those who rejected him, even as a child. He doesn't care about mistakes, he cares about healing. He doesn't care about failure, he cares about bringing to perfection. And so when he takes refuge, he takes them in Egypt, the place that rejected him. To make very clear his nature, that even those who reject him are loved by him. That he has come even for those who oppress him. He has come for even those who try to enslave him. This is the beauty of who Christ is. So then let us all, hearing this gospel, understand, when we hear that divine whisper, arise and flee. Don't wait even until the morning. Arise and flee. When there is temptation, don't stay, run, be radical. And even if we fall, 
Let us learn from this gospel, no matter what, our Lord reveals himself as the one who has compassion on us, even if we reject him, even if we've oppressed him, even if we've denied him, even if we've enslaved him, because that is his nature, to love, to heal, to lift up. Glory be to God for everyone. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.